you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's Marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com. Bum would be on the NFL sidelines with a 10-gallon hat, cowboy boots, a Western shirt, and his shades on. It was positively dynamite. So you want, you want, you want Coach Wade Phillips to, wear, to do that? Yeah. In Los Angeles? Yeah. At a Rams game? Yeah, why wouldn't that be the greatest? David. Football. Football, David. The Dave Damashek Football Program, available on Apple Podcasts and at NFL.com slash DDFP. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. That wasn't asked rhetorically. It was cleverly positioned, the way I uh, phrased that question, wasn't it? Why wouldn't that be the greatest? Try and answer me that. Maurice Jones-Drew and the rest of the world. Hi and hello and welcome to the Dave Damashek football program presented by Old Navy. Built-in flex denim. It's not the right way to go. It's the only way to go. That is if you wish to be as comfortable as you can possibly be. The hipsters behind the glass there, they know all about it. They call it B-I-F-D. You know the kids, mm-hmm. how they do. Bift. Yeah, that's Bift. right. They, they, they love it. Eddie Spaghetti, Emma VP. Make sure you're on the lookout for our video uh, version of the DDFP. Coming at you Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern. Otherwise, go to NFL.com slash DDFP, and uh, we will have that up for you forever, really. And can I point something the, out All the quick? segments within. A lot of good stuff. Reggie Wayne, Maurice jones Drew. David Carr. Yes, we play our uh, traditional uh, grab ass, but we also actually get I some legitimate. Grab ass. Well, we get we get some I do. legitimate I like some non-traditional grab ass. Oh, that if you know what I mean, money. Can I, I tell do. you something? My- careful with yourself, please. Be, <laughs> Sorry. be careful Sorry, on behalf of all of us. Please be. Um, yes, we uh, we Reg- Reggie, Maurice, and David Carr all uh, uh, a plus. Uh, efforts this week with uh, with the insights spanning really pro football now what uh, pressure's on us 
Really? If well, they, no. If they, no, there's if no they, pressure on us. Not really. No, the bar no. is so low it's for, this, for the Thursday. Right. No, you're like you're, you're it's like it's like the second podcast. Yeah, week. It's like, ah, Figuratively, just, and you're the 152 pound shortstop, light hitting. You know, like they, we may or may not even just send yeah. you up there with a wiffle ball bat. You're in the eight hole. Don't I think there are, there are at least every other week this never even goes out. You know, David Carr, like, uh, Dave's like just shelve that one. Yeah, Emma, do not put that out on air. They're the planet. I don't want to be associated with. That was terrific. No, Henry, that was that was a no. You were really you said a lot of stuff we're the dark matter that's what we are man we just fill yeah, the space exactly that's all we are nothing exactly. matter this is i quickly uh, do want to point this out though because my it was favorite events of the week it was a nice little uh turn of words you had there Sheck. Mm. you pointed out how it wasn't a rhetorical question and it was cleverly worded right. as it pertained to bum son, bum son of bum wade but the question you posed to us was in fact rhetorical Right. Because you, <laughs> you did not solicit our answer. No, I did. So it was you pointing out not rhetorical, cleverly worded Damage with the rhetorical again. question. Yeah. Yes. You know what? Hey. By the way, Emma VP, we got to jump in on the pro football talk. And by the way, we will play for you. What are we going to play for you at the back end of uh, Handsome and Money making our Red Challenge flag picks coming up? The big games. We're talking uh, the AFC East tilt, Cincy Falcons, Browns, uh, Raiders, Ooh. Lions, Cowboys, Gee. and of course, uh, Ravens, Steelers, and well, I'm sure we'll uh, skim over a few of the other ones here. Um, who are we playing at the back end, though? Put a little Reggie Wayne. Oh, Reggie Wayne. Yeah, talking about yeah, he had uh, you know it's it's our, it's our new segment, catching up with Reggie Wayne. And we How often did that. you I don't catch get it. up with him? Because he I don't oh, get it. He caught passes <laughs> in the NFL. I don't see That's the where we came up with. That's it. Don't really see it. the connection. We went in. Love we it. said like we need one of those conference rooms, and we're not coming out. Like keep the coffee coming. You know, like we just said, keep it coming. And, uh, you know, after a day and a half seminar, we emerged with uh, catching, catching up with, up Reggie, with Reggie Wayne. Wayne. Yeah, and well, a, you did well. We got it. Well, you should be proud of yourself. We're going we're gonna to test it, you know. Mm-hmm. We're going to do some uh, some various testing uh, groups there. But anyway. Dave, I like the video portion of it, too, the, by the way, anyway. where the film starts a second too early and Reggie's standing there. And there's a voice from off the screen that goes, Catching up with Reggie Wayne. Oh, you've already seen it. And then he holds up his hands and a ball comes right in and he turns to the camera and says, I'm ready. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I asked, I've previously, uh, I'm proud to brag that uh, I once, and I'll name drop here on the A-list level, at least in around about 1990-ish, Money and I park our cars in the same garage on this guy's, uh, perhaps his finest movie, No Way Out. Kevin Costner. the best. I went, I also in Field of Dreams, I said to, uh, I said to Kevin Costner at the end of an interview here, um, I, on stage one at NFL Media, and I said to him, "Hey Kevin, you want to have a catch?" And, and he said yes. And then we caught a football. And you That's said something. Kevin Costner has a hose. I think it, it, it for a long time you used to even be a drop on the show. Oh, that's right, Emma VP. Do you have that drop? Times have changed, you know. No. Emma, <laughs> that Get that out Emma VP is very busy with uh, her project. Her uh, her focus is uh, the broadcast podcast. Make sure you check that out wherever you find your podcasts. And, of course, while you're doing that, Days of Thunder. And now let me introduce everybody here. And then the soon to soon to a debut. I don't know when, but the thick cast. We That's, have the yeah, production meetings. Handsome hands. Brainstorming he's getting sessions. Thicker and thicker by the day. Uh, I know. They're spitballing. Uh, That's what they're doing. They're spitballing. <laughs> That's what we do. Oh, we, we do you're like you don't want to throw it out there before you're ready. Ask Emma. She took like eight, nine months before right. the broadcast went out there. Thick cast, we're not gonna be out there until we're we're really prepared. Uh, market you know, research. Yeah. Talk about. You know, you get a lot. You yeah. get pew. Well, 
you got uh, Quinnipiac, you got all those yep. people you got to tap yep. into before yep. you let that thing it's, fly. It, it, but it's, I really, you know, I, I don't want to go to it because Emma VP does most of the video show work for us and puts it all together. And then she also has to take time twice a week to sit down and script the show for us. So, I mean, right. like this whole thing, I don't know how you write these scripts so right. thoroughly with the auto cue and you really, you've mm-hmm. captured all of our voices as well. So yeah, nicely yeah, done. A few years, you know. Um, Boy, okay. Emma, you are the greatest. <laughs> What's on tap, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> I got to get better at reading these yeah, lines. Yeah, no, I yeah. do. I'm a little rusty. I like it when you ad lib money. A couple yeah. weeks ago, you ad lib yeah. this line. I really fantastic. I don't want to. I don't want to embarrass you in front of our guests or anything. But you know, a little critique, if I may. Mm. I don't like the. It seems like you always write the guests to be smarter <laughs> and more entertaining than me. Mm-hmm. I don't think. I don't know what the point of that is. Um, Why to what end? I don't know. Okay. Think yeah. it through. I don't okay. know. Think it through. She My name's on the show. Lines. Shouldn't I? Shouldn't you write me sometimes with some with some clever insights, some, some gravitas, some dynamite quips? You, you would, know, you like saying think, yeah. "Don't mess with Damashek." You know. Yeah, you would think. Yeah, I would. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing how far a twenty-five dollar gift card to Earth Cafe goes. <laughs> 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 Got to grease those skids, man. That's all it is, Dave. Uh, all right, you hear their voices. I'm not even going to bother with it because we haven't the time, uh, nor do I have the interest in hearing their intro right. musics. Quickly, I'll say he's our resident Miami Dolphins fan, all the way from London, England, and uh, soon to be headed back that way for a couple of pro football games. True. It's handsome Hank, and then uh, seated the handsome's immediate left is uh, you hear the voice if you watch uh, inside the NFL. If you drive around in your car listening to Ram- uh, to uh, Chargers games, um, you will hear his voice. It is uh, one half of the best radio show in all the land that you can listen to on iHeartRadio, Petros and Money, and also Game Theory and Money, a.k.a. Free Money. You have too many plugs. It's fine. Money's no need for the plugs. Fantasy. I don't know. I know. Yeah, yeah. It just feels like it's, uh, it's the least we I can do is yeah. plug. Uh, Hank and I got a party over in London together. Yeah, it's true. Is that true? Yeah. That's true. I went, what happened to my ticket? I thought the plan was back in spring. Emma, like Emma didn't write that in. We uh, ought to bring Dave with us this time round. Yeah, we changed our minds. Okay. So it's embarrassing to go out with someone with only three fingers on one hand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that guy's yeah. weird. <laughs> What's, what's this rubbish you've brought with you, Henry? <laughs> Henry, this freak of nature shan't sleep in my oh, home. <laughs> Do you Get stay at home? Get him a flat of his own, why yeah, don't you? No. Oh, that's too bad. No, I you don't stay at home. My, my my family doesn't live in London, so it would be it wouldn't wouldn't be easy for me to live there. I'd have to be commuting. That wouldn't be fun. Has the Queen or uh, or the Prince or any of those guys ever gone to any of the football games? The Queen has not, um, nor has nor has a Prince. One time uh, a few years ago, they did a um, a charitable walk for for um, servicemen and and women in the UK, and Prince Harry and Dan Marino famously went on the walk together, and then they had a throw around just like you and Kevin Costner. Oh, how fun. All right, you know what? Let's talk a little football here, okay. and then uh, and then we can uh, get back to the grab-a as uh, time grab-a. allows here. Number one on Eddie Spaghetti's carefully considered uh, outline here, the Panthers have signed Eric Reed. Eric Reed visited us in this studio many years ago. He was a delightful man. He really was, and we played Jenga, and, uh, and now he's off to Carolina. And I will say, just out of the gate here, not because of Eric Reed, although I do think he's one of those guys that you hear a lot about um, these days in the last couple of years is this hybrid position, this uh, kind of, I guess, Trey Boston would fill, mm-hmm. fill that role a little bit. Like, more defensive back slash safety, but uh, can jump up and be, a, you know, sort of a linebacker. Anyway, 
I think the Panthers now, with the way things are breaking, with the injuries in Atlanta, the two key defensive players out in Atlanta, I have a hunch this team's going to win the division again, the Panthers. Don't think it'll be the Bucs. Uh, the Saints, I would pose Maybe their the competition. Saints, but yeah. um, you know, they started slow last year and came on late. Uh, I mean, as you said, I mean, the, the defense of the, the Falcons has just been ravaged. Uh, by injury. And look, it's a balanced team, right? It's a decent defense. I don't know. I mean, you know, Eric Reed, I think you mentioned Trey Boston. For whatever reason, the NFL just devalued safeties in the free agency period last year. Um, and I think a lot of these teams are like, it turns out that's a pretty important position. We yeah, got to uh, right. we, we got to sort this out. It's a passing league, and the last line of defense might be somebody that you want to keep an eye on, or a super athletic linebacker that uh, that can keep up, like Eric Reed. Like you mentioned, he's a bigger guy, he's someone you can put in the box, but he's also got the athleticism to keep up. We'll see whether or not you know, kind of losing. It seems like their entire secondary <laughs> catches up with them. But I mean, the way Christian McCaffrey's running and Cam Newton kind of getting back to being Cam Newton, rushing for a couple touchdowns, it's. I don't see why it wouldn't be the Panthers unless, for whatever reason, the Saints defense decides to revert back to what they were last year instead of what they've been through the first three weeks of this season. And we continue to sleep on one of the great talents pro football has ever seen. Yes, we celebrate number one in Carolina, but not nearly enough, in Agree. my opinion. Um, handsome. Isn't any- that division going to be fun to watch through the season? I mean, that that is going to come down to— I guess, and you know Cause what? Because people are, don't really believe the Bucks. They, they, you know, they still can't believe their eyes on the Bucks. And then the Falcons are gonna. You you think they're gonna figure it out? I think the whole. I think that division's gonna be I super like tight all the way through the season. That you know, there are different categories. Who's the best receiver? You know, we love to categorize those things. But if there's a category for Mike Evans, and I don't know how this then doesn't equal him being the best receiver in the game, but he's not that. But he feels like he's about as unstoppable right. a guy as yeah. there is out there. And if Sean he was Jack- somewhere else as well, I mean, not to not right. to, to say anything about what Fitzpatrick has done, and Jameis probably hasn't been at his best through the last few years. But if he was anywhere else, he'd be the a huge star. I, yeah, but he, he still is. He is sort of one of those guys who's QB proof. He didn't have a great year last year, but has all the way back to A&M has succeeded with uh, succeeded, not just with Johnny football at A&M and uh, and uh, is good. And Deshaun Jackson's obviously a nice uh, second option. Chris Godwin had some bad drops on Monday night. That might the game might have turned out differently. Good tight ends. The tight ends. Are oh, good yeah. Exactly. By the way, I you know what I think legitimately would solve this issue. Did you see the play in the second half early on? Chris Godwin catches the ball and rolls and the Steelers DBs don't pounce right. on him. And yes. He gets up and he runs it in. And it turns out that his foot grazed uh, one of the DBs. I, here's what I think is a legitimate solution to some of the collisions that happen and where it gets that gray area. Like, should I hit this guy with the ball right now? Is they need uh, legitimately, they need to go with college rules. When you're down, you're down. Because I think it incents you. If you see a guy and he's like, is he going down? Like, I don't know. Is, he's headed to the ground. You're inclined you to shove him to the ground and he's in the place over. Right, and yeah, or if he's like, if he's headed to the ground, well, he's he might try to get back up. I'm gonna like, I'm gonna lunge at him and put a shoulder into him. You might get a penalty there. I think if there's an assumption that you're that, that physically that guy's diving for the ball, like I don't have to collide with him on the ground to keep him from getting back up. I think you, I bet you that would uh, diminish some of the stuff we see. Fair point. I don't know. Do you okay, care about? Point. Are you obsessed by the uh, the no. uh, the roughing the passer stuff like uh, it seems most of the world is? I mean, it is I, crazy. It is crazy, and it, it, I'm one of my one of my favorite um, Dolphins players got injured badly this weekend trying to avoid yeah crazy hurting, yeah. Them, hurt, hurting the quarterback gone for the his knee. I mean, and it was like one of those things where it's you can understand why that would happen. He's having to shift his body weight while also tackling another large human being. 
to the ground. That's it's, not, I mean, it's, it's not possible to do. And then it means you're going to land on it awkwardly on yourself and uh, and cause yourself injury. The uh, They say it so much, it's almost a cliche. You know, when you say, wow, this guy's just going to take it easy. He doesn't want to get hurt. And they always say, when you take it easy and when yeah. you back off is when you get hurt. You know, when you go full speed, that's how you've always played football. And you just kind of know how to protect yourself. But if you try to back off is mm-hmm. typically when things go wrong. And clearly, as we've now seen... Things go wrong, you know, if you back off. I mean, guy lost his, his season, you know, because you did exactly that. It is, but it what it's worse than the catch rule or anything else in this way because it is intrinsic to a passing down. The, the structure of the play for the defense is the premise for those for the, for those guys trying to get to the QB is here we're putting you on the field now, you see, and then the guy's going to get the ball, and before he can throw it, see if you can get to him and knock him down and tackle right. him with the ball. That's, what you, that's your purpose. And then these other five, six guys, they're going to try to stop you from doing that. That's the whole play. Is, that's the, the whole thing you're <laughs> looking at and then the guy does it successfully and then it's like oh by the way there's a pretty but decent chance we're gonna like flag you there but th- yeah. it's impossible to modify your your With body uh, how, how you're doing how you're uh hitting a guy when you're running full speed like that and he's moving and everything else it is i think the analogy that i've come up with is is the perfect one it's like if the hot dog eating contest, like the, the whole reason you're there is to just see how many of those wieners you can ingest. And then right at the end, like, great job. You ate a ton of those wieners. And by the way, two thirds of them are tainted and you're going to get sick from, from them. <laughs> but what are you talking about? That what, but I came yeah, here to eat the wieners. I, got, I know. Yeah. I know. But good one. some, of, yeah. some, good of, one. Them, some of them are bad. The, the tough thing, though, is that there are different quarterbacks. Like your quarterback, Ben Roethlisberger, is hard to bring down. So if you don't put your whole body weight on Ben Roethlisberger, you're going to have I a hard time putting it down. That. Tom Brady, you you run near him and he'll curl up in a ball and throw himself on the floor. Like that. That's the other very. That, that, that was that was a, was a little bit point. of a shot from a Dolphins was, fan right was there. A little, that was a little added there. There was a little added. Yeah, a little bit. Go get I, him, I, put my, I put my full body weight you, into yeah. that one. You didn't need to but curl up in a what ball. What I mean thing. is, like, there. It's hard for you as a defender to be in the in the moment. Like, okay, he he does he is he. Will he give himself willingly to the ground, or will I have to really put? I don't think you've ever seen a better example of what you're kind of describing than Jimmy G. Right. Jimmy G gets hurt, first of all. Deshaun Watson and Jimmy G, and I, by the way, I'm all for, as any human being, obviously, is it, it almost goes without saying, and yet I'll say it, is nobody wants guy. <coughs> of course, everybody is behind um, philosophically and theoretically in, in the hypothetical. Yes, of course we don't want people getting injuries. It's, but when your emotions get drawn into it, it's my team. That's when you start, that's a terrible call. But of course you don't want to see anybody getting hurt, but it is worth pointing out that the Sean Watson and Jimmy G, uh, are not salvaged by any of these rules. Those are non-contact injuries, both of them, but it is, it does describe that DB had to have been like, well, Wait, you're going out about whoa, 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 you're cutting back in in into the play, and he hurt himself doing that, did Jimmy G? But that's exactly what's described, what you're talking yep. about, right? It's like oh, I don't, I thought you were going out of bounds. Now if I hit you, I get a flag. But now you're cutting it back in, trying to score. Well, and, and you sometimes see it with quarterbacks pretending like they're going to slide, and then they don't slide, and then then the linebacker's like, well, oh, oh, vexing. To, yeah. Originally, my kind of you know for the first two weeks, maybe week, maybe it was after week one, I maybe week two, but I I'd said. You know, the NFL doesn't care because we'd much rather see drives extended and touchdowns scored. You know, when when Ryan Fitzpatrick and Drew Brees are, are going tete a tete, you know, and you got to combine 90 points, 
that's what we want now. You know, the, the tides have shifted and football consumption is based on touchdowns and long passes and explosive plays as opposed to what we kind of grew up and we appreciated a little bit more both sides of the ball and big hits and violent explosions. And that's changed. So I think the NFL, I don't want to say they were tone deaf's not the right word. They were uh, selectively, they would selectively hear complaints. And I think now the complaints have become so overwhelming because of what you addressed that all of these fans of these teams who have losses in a column and are like, wait a minute, we weren't the worst team. You know, we were the better team out there, but you had two drives extended because of these ridiculous, this ridiculous interpretation of this rule. It's compromising the integrity of the game. Uh, these flags that are now abundant. And I think that's why I don't think it's because it's not popular. I think it's because they think perhaps the integrity of the game is being compromised by all of these fouls it, and wins and losses are being determined by these calls. It, it's hard to, to separate, to, to say that it isn't obviously impact. I mean, obviously the, the Packers-Vikings right. game, the result of that game was a, you know, was a product of Clay Matthews uh, getting that flag and that drive being extended for Kirk Cousins to extend it instead of throwing an interception, get it into overtime and make it a tie. I just wish we weren't talking about it. Yeah. You know, we're, we're not talking about uh, Eric Reed. It, imagine we made it all the way through Eric Reed. We didn't talk about something that has pretty much been a non-story so far this season. And, uh, and now we're talking about another right. um, thing. So let, let's move on then. I, I don't want to talk too much about this one, too. Uh, this one was you, fascinating. Like, no. when, I, when I read it, I was number two. I was, like, was going to go to three, but let's do number like, two. That's Eddie crazy. Spaghetti asks the question, is Dak Prescott the worst QB in the league it's this year? It's a great question. I, I pulled up this, the, the things and I just started going. You, you stopped me when you would trade okay. this player for Dak Prescott. Josh Allen, Ryan Tannehill, Tom Brady, Sam Darnold, Eli Manning. Carson Wentz, Alex Smith, Joe Flacco, Andy Dalton, Baker Mayfield, Big Ben, Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. Mm, yep. Okay, so there's one. Stafford, Rodgers, Cousins, Watson, Luck, Bortles, Mariota. If it's a straight year-to-year well, kind of thing. I'm saying I, I mean, right I, now, I'm saying right this, this season, moment. you can trade Mitch Trubisky for Dak Prescott. I'm would you do that? Well, Eddie Spaghetti will be miffed by what I'm about to say. I was about I to say Eli? the same thing, Eli. <laughs> if you're, if okay. third, I'd much rather have stats this year. His even versus even the loss versus the Cowboys. I know I didn't see the stats. His rating was, was like a ninety. I was, I was busy the watching game. the game. Dak Prescott hasn't thrown for two hundred yards in like a, a year. Oh, you're. I would. Tra- I would trade. Dak, I would take uh, Dak over Big Ben. Don't get up. <laughs> I don't like that. At least, he, at least he'll protect the ball. He'll protect the ball at least. <laughs> Spaghetti getting mad. I think maybe you get fine, fine. maybe two or three. I don't think there's many. I mean, there's I'm not many. you know going on the premise that Jimmy G was healthy. Obviously, you take him over C.J. Beathard, but you know Goff. I mean, maybe you take him over Josh Rosen, but we don't know yet. We don't know how good Rosen's going to be in his rookie year. There's not many. I mean, this was you know this was this was the Cowboys rubbing it in everybody's face. You idiots, you missed it, and we got him in the fourth round. You dummies and yeah, now you're like Ugh. we accidentally took him in the fourth yes. round after we'd exhausted after we couldn't trade up options. to get connor cook exactly. they wanted paxton, paxton lynch yeah right they wanted paxton right, lynch in yeah. the first then they wanted connor cook and the raiders took him and then they're like yeah i guess we'll they go could with this actually dad guy. have paxton lynch now couldn't they, yeah, they and connor cook they certainly could and, and johnny football the three it, that they right. coveted this decade that they, they didn't wind up with it's they still should, time. they should sign them all have a big quarterback contest spaghetti are we cool man i'm i'm fine i just don't get the eli eli's been Fine this year. 
He has <laughs> he has like one. He's like is sad. Is sad. He has like one interception. It was like a tip ball. Like he's fine. He, the, I'm, that's I'm, what I want out of my. That's what I want. Just some fine quarterback. He's been fine. He had a, I mean, versus the Texans, he was awesome. Can I just can I just do it here? Please. Can I do it here? <laughs> it seems like the better than Pasadena. Uh-huh. Decided to semi-dress up for work for once, and I spill coffee on my chest. Not even mad about the stain. More upset about me wasting my bulletproof. It's the truth. <laughs> the worst part about that, so when I did that two days ago, I, I, I never dress up for work, and my girlfriend was like, wow, for once you look nice. I'm like, all right. And then I spilled it all over, but because it's not regular coffee, it has like the, the butter. It has your tea. It has the stench. It has your coconut, whatever. It sm- I smelled like butter the entire day. Yeah. And it was awful. And then I didn't tighten like the the, uh, the coffee mug, and I put it in my backpack on the way home, and I'm sitting in my car, and I look, and the bottom <laughs> of my backpack is wet, and I'm like, oh my God, the ice melted, and it got all over it terrible day <laughs> by That's the way if you maybe i'm late to the party on this one have you guys ever had like a straw st- stuck straight into a coconut and and oh, yeah. uh, and what? sucked you out never... whatever was inside of it yes oh my goodness it's delicious it's it's like, oh, i don't think i cocos fresco it is so good. I, th- I mean i went on the coconut i went on the the farm tour in maui the one time and i remember him cracking a coconut maybe oh, i drank no, out of look, that it, whatever's in there what is that and why isn't it called milk it is coconut. It is co- well, coconut, it's coconut water, water because right. it's not milk. Because it's but, clear. It's yeah. a it's a translucent. Uh, but it's it's like a delicious. This co- is I mean, obviously, for everyone, but but just for the three of us. This was me on the beach in Rio just a couple couple weeks ago. But I mean, is that that's, now? Are you just drinking? Are you just drinking the coconut water, straw. or is that like a? Uh, you can get that. What is that like There's a mixed no, drink? No is it like a pina colada or something? Just coconut. It was occasion. I also did the other. Right. That's a. That's pretty darn good. That makes me think if they do put a team in London, God bless. But also, we need one in Hawaii. Yeah. yeah. So, so we can make those Rio. trips. And Rio. Yep. All right. I'll, I'll settle that. for Hawaii. Yep. Okay. I mean, you know, Rio's fine, but, you know, Hawaii'd be fine too. <laughs> I, I won't even be choosy about what island. Right. People have their opinions Woo. on that. I don't know. You're a good guy. Whichever one, the coconut. That's the trick. Tastes like, it tastes obviously like coconut, but it also has like a, an almond flavor to it. It's the, oh, it's like it's like as good as any milk. You've never milk. done that before. Never. I just said the, I never had it before until recently. You know Where what? Why did you do it? Where did Wait you- a second. I didn't put two and two together. You know what's now just officially entered the fray in a week season overall, week year overall for the uh, granddaddy of them all, the Shecky Award for the year. Coconut. Welcome to the Wait, party. Wait, it's coconut fruit. It's a nut. Is that true? Coconut is a nut. I it's a nut? A, Coconut's a no fruit? Name, Dave. Well, it has no seeds, right? It has no so seeds. it can't be a fruit. A coconut isn't a fruit? I guess that makes sense. It's yeah. a nut. It's called a coconut. Botanically well, I, speaking, a coconut is a fibrous, one-seeded drupe, also known as a dry drupe. However, when using loose definitions, the coconut can be all three, a fruit, a nut, and a seed. Uh, so oh. it does have a seed. Okay. What's better, a drupe or Eli Manning? All right, I look at the stats. <laughs> Dak, Dak Prescott, quickly, Dak Prescott this year, 498 uh, passing yards, two touchdowns, two picks, a 74.9 rating. That's Eli, five. Eli this year, 800 yards passing, three touchdowns, one pick, a 99.1 rating. So That's pretty good. Not close. Not close. All right, fine. Funny, we talk a lot about your star-crossed bunch in uh, Carson, California. Now Oof. Joey Bosa saying that he's going to be out for half the season. What do you think? Kind of knew that. Um, wasn't a big secret around the facility, but Joey decided to make it public. And look, this is a big game for them this week against a you know non-Jimmy G San Francisco team. And this is their stretch. I mean, these are four games that they should be able to win without Joey Bosa. 
49ers, Raiders at home, uh, on the road, Cleveland, London, Tennessee. Those are four games that are winnable without Bosa. Beating the number one and the number two offense in the league without Bosa, Rams, and Chiefs, not realistic. Uh, but those four games, they should win. It'll probably determine their season. If they can I, end up at five and two when Bosa comes back, I think they're in great. Even even four and three, they're uh, in great shape. I completely agree with you. And I took away, did you, were you, did you walk out of the Coliseum? And by the way, uh, shame on me. We really should have MVP and spaghetti. We should have gone there with some cameras and been there for the Rams and Chargers and bounced back and forth between the booths and uh, watched Money. Oh, yeah, that would have been fun. Do his Doing thing. Doing that work. And, uh, and DJ and uh, Maurice on Maurice the other James side. Drew. Great photograph of. Uh, oh, did he show it to you? I was just going to show it yeah, to you. Yeah, it was very funny. Um, of those guys. Um, yeah, listen, handsome. It's just you. We're the two schnooks and everybody who comes into 66 I I, around I, us. You know what? I have, I've, I've been told that there are a lot of people um, from other teams scouting this podcast listening. Oh, so it's down this uh, to see if we or could. Or spaghetti. Uh, He's fine. It <laughs> <laughs> may trade for Big Ben. We'll turn it over. <laughs> Ooh, that's not a touchdown. Doesn't feel so good when he throws. Could throw it back at you in your face. <laughs> uh, I'm with you though. I would, so when you walked out of the Coliseum. On Sunday, were you feeling more optimistic? It would be easier to feel like, eh, that's a little bit of a gut punch. To me, I feel like the Chargers it's, fared pretty well against this dominant they keep, team. They keep faring pretty well. It's uh, it's a familiar feeling, right. I think. And I think folks that have followed the Chargers for a long time know that feeling where they play offensively. They play great football. Derwin James had a spectacular interception. For whatever reason, he decides to step one yard out of the end zone and then out of bounds. You sense that it, in the moment. I tweeted that in the moment, and people are like, yeah, "Give the guy a break!" Oh, what, what a yeah, and I do want to give him a break because like, it was a great interception. It was an awesome play, but he willfully stepped out of it bounds at the half yard line, and like then they blocked it, and it was a touchdown, yeah. and that swung the game early. So, and then the start of the third quarter, you know, the most sure-handed player on the team is they, you know deferred they won the toss they defer they're down eight it's the opening drive of the third quarter they won the second quarter handedly uh offensively and they're crossing midfield and Keenan fumbles the ball you know the Rams cash it in the lead goes back to 15 and you just felt like okay that was that so they, they gotta mean, not they gotta not play on their heels they I think the Patriots are gonna be fine not in the way spaghetti means it the way the Patriots uh uh you know they're going to be the Patriots by season's end, I suspect. Um, and who knows what who's going to emerge from the AFC North, although I have a hunch about these bungles now. And, um, and, and so on. But the Jags are a flawed team. We see that again, that their offense is a question mark at, at, at uh, best. And the Chiefs don't play defense, and I don't think they're going to run the table, or, and I don't think they're going to be unstoppable for the entirety of the regular season. I still like the Chargers. I still think with jo- – that's the major caveat, Joey Bosa. I still think they're the, be- the, the best team in the AFC. Yeah, I just don't – I don't think there's a great team in the AFC. No, you know, gonna, that's the thing. Be, the be, NFC, be. there's great teams. Right. I mean, there are great teams in the NFC. Uh, uh, the AFC, not so much, and it'll probably come down to that old who's playing the best. You know, when the when the when the tournament begins. Handsome didn't take the bait, did you? No, I am. I'm. I'm sitting there waiting, wondering why. Well, you, why didn't you, you? Neither of you have, you have mentioned the undefeated team in South Florida. Are you impressed? What's your What's your enthusiasm level? You're. Well, I'm. 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 I'm heading. I'm always optimistic. I'm at an eight right now. I think they're going to beat the new. I mean, I don't want to. Well, 
I mean, I don't want to get to red challenge flags yet, but they're going to beat the Patriots this week. We do it every week. And so to to pay it off, let me just very quickly, because now I do want to jump into that AFC East game. But very quickly, we do it. My, I'm, I don't mean to make it seem like it's it's uh, I'll do it quick. Do it quick. Stanford, quick, quick, Stanford Irish. <laughs> I'll be quick, but I won't hurry. Uh, Stanford Irish is actually a super compelling I, game. I agree. Uh, Stanford's always been the big brain bully on the block, and they're the smartest kids in the Power Five conference, and they come to town, and you think the nerds are here, and then they absolutely kick your tails, um, and it's just not working this year. It, it's not working for Bryce Love. He's not running the ball well. The offensive line isn't open those holes, so they're throwing it all over the place, Costello, Arcega-Whiteside, and it's good, but that's not what they do. So it's kind of this weird moment for Stanford football where they can't do what they want, but they're still undefeated, and they're using their tight ends and throwing it around. Meanwhile, Notre Dame is a bully, and they're running the ball. You know, their their quarterbacks have more rushes than they do pass attempts. So they're fine. It's uh the one thing about the Irish though, and I uh, is Ian Book making that change from Wimbish to Book very well could transform this team to a really elite squad. So this will be an intro. This this we don't have to do the other two. Um, if you don't want to. But this, I think, is is the most compelling game of the week, even more so than Penn State. Ohio I State. love it. Penn State, you know, I'm a Big Ten guy. And McSorley's so great. By that. What do you, who, Watch McSorley. He's, you know, the Baker Mayfield comparisons aren't aren't exact, but they're similar. You know, he, he can really sling it. He's pretty darn accurate. He can get on the move and keep drives alive. He's fun to watch. Um, and James Franklin is is still a super underrated guy. I mean, the guy was winning freaking seven games in the SEC at Vandy. I, I he is like a great. Talk. I don't like that talk. He talks bad about Pitt, and that's my favorite team. After Penn State beats Pitt, then he makes jokes about Pitt, and it hurts. Pretty good, right? And I don't want to hear any more of that. All right, I can't <laughs> hey, wait another moment. Wait, 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 wait. I, I know that we want to get to that, but I do have a question, David. Something yes. that's been um, playing on my mind for yeah. a long time now. And in fact, you reminded me. I'm an um, open book. Whatever of it you need. when when uh, with your new obsession with Bum. Ah. Um, talking about bum, yeah. did you crack open um, money's gift to you? And do you have a review oh. for us? How oh. how, yet, huh? how are you yet. doing on that front I've or get, back? I've got to get it all attached. It's, uh, it's you greatly done appreciated. That. I'm not apathetic about it. I just got to get it all hooked up and everything. I got to get it all You will come up. back to us, though, when, Shame you, on when me. it's done. But by the way, though, Speaking Wade, of bum. how great is it that Wade, how, that Wade is like, at least he's, he's now on board. He's now followed me and our pal uh, from CBS, Will Brinson, who's in on right. uh, in on the campaign as well. The curmudgeon, Maurice Jones Drew. Hey, Wade's trying to coach some football right now. Like, well, excuse me, serious football fun man. During a game. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to get ready for the Vikings. I don't think you should be. A, what? What, what, what? Can you bring Maurice back? We he can do it in the pregame and discard it as soon as kickoff arrives. Do you think he might do Do you think there's a chance tonight? If you, like, we're, we're recording this Thursday morning. Is there a chance tonight that, that Wade. I wouldn't wearing- be shocked, but he his response was to Omar Ruiz, who did actually chase him on this. Yep. And he said, I, I, I'm not cleared to do it. It would have to be Nike sponsored. So we'll have to chase that through Nike, maybe the pregame, just out on the field we can do it. There are any number of ways mm-hmm. we can do this. If it doesn't happen on Thursday night football with the with the Vikes in Los Angeles, we'll just – Maybe know, at we'll the Super Bowl. Yeah, maybe at, yeah, right, or somewhere in between. Now, we'll, we'll, we'll make this happen. Nike does make a nice mink. A nice mink lined <laughs> western coat. I said, what, wouldn't Nike do well? I mean, like, yeah, they would, yeah, I know. Right like out of this. 
Yeah, I mean, the, I, the thing with Nike is, I mean, uh, their their products are great. I just don't think they understand marketing, you know. And uh, that's where that's what that's I'm, great where point. You come in. I'm trying to help uh, help them point. out with yeah. here, you know. Like it's like mm, you need a face to put behind your product, then people mm. really get excited. You're about the it. face, or Wade is the face. Now, Wade, or both of you. Well, all right, both. By the way, that jacket that Kaepernick wore in the uh, advertisement that might work for like a Bum Phillips. That uh, remember that you had that double-breasted yeah, yeah. trench coat going. You might be able just to pass that off to Wade and could. You know, maybe yeah. trim it down a little I, bit there. With any luck, perhaps Wade, right. uh, maybe in, who knows, Aaron Donald, who knows who else. We'll, all, we'll hit the town, we'll go to a Western wear shop, and we'll emerge with, uh, with a look like Larry Hagman circa 1980. All right, let's get to it, Emma VP, the Red Challenge flag picks. Red, Red Challenge flag picks! Ow! Woo! I've gotten some social media feedback, and this is not to slight you or me. I, at least I don't think so, Money. But uh, people really like what uh, Handsome does with it. I bring it. Really it. brings it. Yeah. I do bring it. You're That's a real what I'm plus trying to do. The, I mean, I, I could be – I, I, I was going to be a rock star, and then I, I moved into what it is I do now. Are you that inspired? Is. Because I know that you guys consider Handsome to be a role model. Uh, are you guys um, – do you guys want to take a shot at it behind the glass? Go ahead. Why don't not you get, from me, but maybe – No, I'd like to hear you both come on, Red Challenge flag picks. I didn't write this into the show, so. That, that's why well, I know. I know. Well, I, I don't have the luxury of the music. To... Well, just I'll hit it for you. you. Ready? You ready? Three, two, one, go. Red Challenge flag picks. <laughs> from now on, Eddie does it. Yeah, just now on. Now on, Eddie does it. Really good. It's, what I it, what's intimidating is Hank is very good at it. So yes. it's like I'm. Kind of, I don't want to take his bit. I'm, I, I'm, it's not a bit. I get it that that was better than we do, but I still don't know that we're doing as well as we could do. Emma VP, satisfied. Please, Emma. My, Just uh, you. My Come curiosity. On, Give us some oldie peaches style. I'm not Let's gonna, get I'm it. Not gonna do Come that, on. So. Hold on. I got the script right here. It says there's a footnote. <laughs> now yeah. I got to go back to the appendix. And uh, oh, yeah, there it is. Emma. Emma Singh. Presented with uh, an opportunity to sing Red Challenge flag picks. She, yes, in, in uh, decline. Parentheses, yes. Until repeatedly pressure <laughs> and ultimately yeah. commits. Reluctantly. Yes. But at the end of the day, she says no, stands up for herself, and makes the fellas pick the games. Right? Is that that? <laughs> <laughs> the fellas. The fellas. Yeah. The fellers. All right. Hey, fellers. Right, fellas. Let's start with this one. And Handsome, we'll look at you. Remember the rules with the red challenge flag. Remember the rules. Is uh, just say who you think's going to win, and then Money and I will either contest your pick or right. we'll agree. Ready? Here we go. Miami Dolphins, 3-0. and Ryan Tannehill, Adam Gase, everything coming together in the South Beach, headed up to Foxborough to play the one and two Patriots. <sighs> A choose. The Miami Dolphins will win the game. Bam! Are, oh, I thought money was going to uh, hold on to the flag there. You're double. doing that, uh, handsome. Explain yourself. Well, okay, it's on, it's on us. It's on us to do it. First of all, and then I do want to hear, obviously. I, well, thank you for up. letting me speak. Well, because that's not how the bit you said. I know, you knew how I know, I know. The, for this nonsense with, like, how, how many times does this have to happen? Until it until it's actually late December and it's like, oh, the Patriots are going to miss the playoffs if they don't win their next two or something. Obviously, they're going to rebound. And by the way, obviously, everybody knows that Julian Edelman and Josh Gordon are about. Yeah, there's no one to, for him to throw to other than Rob Gronkowski. All right, but that's about to be fixed. So what are we not talking this week. about? Not this week. Not this week. Fine. But defensively, they're going to get it. I'm not saying that the Patriots, are that it's all over. I'm saying that this week they will lose the game. By the way, though, the one thing I will say, that is a legitimate concern, but they'll fix it. But although Matt Patricia's not there and that 
has to have played a role in their progress over the course of the regular season that we've seen in the last few years. It starts out, oh, this doesn't look good, and then they shape up as the season goes along. No, Patricia, maybe that'll be a thing. But I do think that they are not a team uh, that uh, is real stout against the run. I think you'll be able to like. But the middle of their defense has been hurt. You know, I, those linebackers yeah, that's have been also down, true. and they're yeah. coming back this week. So they're not getting their receivers, ah. but they're getting their linebackers back this week. Um, and that's been a big difference in slowing that run down. It's kind of been that middle part of the field. That, any So any concern about the Patriots not being a good no, I mean, this is this is just your generic. I, I don't see the Patriots starting one and three. I don't think the Dolphins are a 4-0 team. Um, I, they, they've certainly been impressive. I mean, I poo-pooed them in the preseason, and Hank was the one sitting next to me saying, eh, kind of sleeping here on this one. And I do like Adam Gase as a play caller. He is one of the more clever guys out there, and we're seeing the impact that has from this Sean McVay to Andy right. Reid to Kyle Shanahan. Uh, you know, this is this – is an opportunity for him and I just to me it's it's the old well things balance out as you said and I just can't envision and who needs it? that start and, uh, again these teams they understand it's a the, stupid way to position it but that's I don't know the perennially good teams seem to understand and this isn't something I under, uh, understood from the outside it's consistently you talk to anybody who was on one of those teams that was always in the playoff mix the guys that we work with and they will consistently tell you like well, it's, it's September. No, but our team doesn't get, get doesn't really start getting it going until like Thanksgiving. That I guess that's sort of a cliche, but a lot of team guys on really good teams over the years will say that over and over again. Oh, don't worry about what it looks like now. But they also understand that they can't just completely uh, stink for two months and then uh, like they you know they can't lose seven games. The Patriots need this one, but if they do lose it. And they're and the they're three games back with a quarter of the season eaten up. And with a first, that's going to be a with problem. A, and with a first place schedule, that's going to be that is not that. I don't think you're gonna you're gonna win, handsome. But if you do, and you're three games up on them, four games in, that is a that is a legitimate danger. No matter how good the Patriots are, the rest of the way. Let me just do something which I think will appeal to you as as Americans is often advertising in this country. You're allowed to, which I don't think you are in other places in the world. You're allowed to lo- do like a. We've taken the logo off this, and we want you to do a, a taste test of it. Mm-hmm. If I t- forget about what team is it is, if I told you that it was the 28th ranked defense, their 30th ranked or 31st ranked against against um, the running game, they are 30th in terms of other teams being able to get third downs on them. Their offense is the 26th rank, ranked passing offense. It's the 25th ranked total offense. It was the 29th ranked at getting third third downs. You'd say that say, is who are they taking on? Are say, they taking on the number one ranked offense and no, the number you one would ranked say, defense? But you, but putting, I would say, that I'm saying, because I get Cause, that. Because if you're going to give me that. those stats, you've got to no, no, give me the other side I will, as well. And I will do in a second. But what I'm saying is the mystique, and you referred sure. to it, you're like, it's the Patriots. They're going to win. They don't let these type of things happen. If you, if, if that wasn't the Patriots, I don't think another team in the league, you would necessarily say, no, because oh, we wouldn't well, have seen it. But, but it's this team. And but, the, but the Patriots, though, typically over the last half decade, especially, have, ba- have def- managed to overcome that. They defy those numbers that would be normally. For 31 other teams would be indicators of good or bad. It, the Patriots are immune to any of those kinds. Over of the course of the season, yes. But where is their running game coming from? I think Sony Michelle's about to take off. I like how he it, runs. That's where it's going to have to come I, from. James White, and Sony Michelle. You haven't seen it yet. I mean, you, when you see him running, he doesn't I've seen look a like someone. I like him. I think he's. I like him in college, but it doesn't. I'm look saying like he's, he's had a it out in the NFL, there. and he's playing against a team that's been good against the run so far. Seventh ranked rushing. There we go. Defense. That helps. Money. Um, 
And then, and then in the passing game, is Josh Gordon going to show up immediately and be Josh Gordon of you know 200 yards receiving games, or is he going to be? If he did, it would not surprise me at all. It wouldn't surprise me. So, I mean, that, that would be my answer. Is it against, won't surprise me if he does. He's gonna, this is my favorite stat, and this is a guy who I'm I'm going to take some pride in the fact that I've been trumpeting for a while. Xavier Howard, who yes. is who, yeah. who he would be one on one with since week 12 of last season, so over nine games, he's allowed 13 receptions on 43 targets. And picked off seven passes. Half as many catches as has been against him. He's actually Impressive. caught the ball himself. Nobody, yeah, nobody talks about him. And the other guy who's got a bigger profile but is also completely under the radar because his team is crummy is uh, Patrick Peterson. He's been dominant this year. He's yep. really, if you've been watching his games, uh, I'm, and I suspect I'll be watching a great deal more of their games because I'm excited to see Josh Rosen. I think he's, I still say he's going to be the best in that class. I disagree. With that, um, and I would you just got say, bake. you got I, old bake, huh? I, I would. Uh, I just don't think it'll be Josh. He's just a little too. Watching him against NFL speed, he's a little stiff, um, and that's that's my concern. Watching him in that preseason game that we called, I was like, ooh, I don't remember that from UCLA. It seemed ah. like he was on the, you know, when there was, and I had some guy come at me last night, like, oh, did you, Garrett, you didn't see that twelve yard run he had. It's like, you mean the one against the three man rush, which <laughs> yeah. never happens yeah. in the NFL. That that one where half the field was wide open. That's my only concern with Josh is that he looked a little bit little more bit. stiff yeah. when he's going up against NFL speed uh, than at UCLA. Hard 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 to calculate that with your eye yeah. until you see until it. until you actually see it. And you're like, oh, that's interesting. All right, I'm gonna stay um, with him now. But anyway, the second thing about Xavier is last year I believe Casey Hayward was the highest rated cornerback in the NFL in coverage. Passer rating against, completions, same thing, right? Six interceptions, I think, um, to however, like 19 catches. Josh Gordon, I'm not going to say he abused him, but it was clearly his toughest assignment. Right. That dude is different. And that's why I think people are like, oh, all of a sudden, it's fifth round pick. The guy doesn't have it right, you know. He's going to be different in, in New England. It's worth it. It's worth oh, taking yeah, the totally swing. Worth, that's the yeah. thing. So if, I guess what I'm getting at is, I don't care who's covering that guy. If he's right and he's not getting in trouble, look out because he's that freaking good. So that's I guess that's what I'm banking on mm-hmm. is that Patrick Chung's back. That defense is much better when much Patrick better Chung's out there. They get two linebackers back. Trey Flowers, I think, was out last week, right? Yep. He's back this week. So it's just it's a dramatically different defense. All right, we'll see. I here's, think the, here's one thing I will just add as well is I wouldn't be surprised. You talked about your admiration for Adam Gase. I wouldn't be surprised if he's been keeping a few things up his sleeve. Kind of like not, just for this not to the same extent, but the Wildcat game, which, yeah. which was week four whenever that was, 2008, 10 years ago. Now, um, I, that, like I, say, I wouldn't be surprised if there's some of that. Be pretty Keith great. If Grant, he Albert I, Wilson. Pretty great I'd love stuff. it if they do something yeah. fun and defeat them. And, uh, you know, I think uh, now that would be some real intrigue if, if the Patriots are one and three. All right, uh, let's pace it up here. Yep. One, because my stomach's growling, and two, because uh, money has to go. Um, and I said the one first because that one's more important. Let's get to what's going on down in Atlanta. The Bungles, the Falcons, money, a choose. Falcons. Bang. I just oh, said, a double dose. I think the Bungles are really good. I thought that they would handle Cam and company down in Charlotte. And, and it really, I mean, yes, Christian McCaffrey looked very good, but uh, Cam made a couple of those difference-making plays that just nobody else in, in the league is capable of making, uh, at least the the QB. And I it doesn't uh, – I mean, I think Joe Mixon still being out yep. leaves That's them less than at their at their best. But, man, I against mortal quarterbacks, 
that pass rush for the Bengals is for real. I, I think that nobody talks about the fact that they have two really good corners there now. The defense is, is legitimate. And, you know, Andy, again, as always, with as we say, with every QB, save one or two or four in the last 25, 30 years of pro football, as long as you keep him clean and you surround him with some weapons, he's going to be halfway decent. And uh, I think he's going to I think he's going to go down there and put up a, a big game and another shootout for the Falcons. I think that's what they should anticipate the rest of the way. Um, if, it, you know, they lost on a coin flip. Whoever won that coin flip was going to win that game. And I think if for whatever reason, if, if Atlanta comes out having beat the the Saints, you know, by scoring 48 yeah. points, we talk about how um, how balanced this offense is now with a legitimate top tier wide receiver. I know he's a rookie opposite Julio Jones, but we, we talked about it. You know, I'm sure so on this true. podcast, Calvin Ridley yep. is a tactician. He's a route runner. And that's what you need opposite Julio, because if you put a guy one on one, he's going to get in and out of those breaks. And Matt Ryan is all about precision, passing anticipation. Ridley is a perfect number two receiver for him. And that's why I think he had that breakout game against the Saints. And I think that can continue because you're going to have to shade coverage to Julio. You just have to do it. If Joe Mixon was healthy, if A.J. Green was 100%, then I might, I probably would lean toward the Bengals, but I think they're just going to have to score points. And when A.J.'s clocking in somewhere around 60, 65%, and there's no Joe Mixon, I just don't, I don't think they can score it's enough. It's weird, too. And this is, again, complete uh, reckless speculation on my part. I have no numbers to support this. But it certainly seems like everybody says it, it gets more important as the year goes on to be playing good defense and to be running the ball. And it's usually attributed to the weather outside. But even the Dome teams, I feel like this applies to. I don't know when that shift's going to come. But the Falcons, just as constituted because of the injuries, are just not they're vanilla defensively. Right. You can you can have your way against them, and uh, I, I don't know if it uh, it rises up this week. That's a, a fair point about mixing and AJ Green, but um, uh, I I just you know I I feel like I was very hip on the uh, Falcons before the season kicked off, but those are uh, key pieces that yeah, now they're down like eight guys. Got to shoot it out every week. I don't know. Um, next up, uh, this is the one I've been stunned by how serious minded. Pro football guys, David Carr, uh, you know, track it down at NFL.com slash DDFP. And, and uh, if you don't believe me, you'll uh, believe me after you hear him. He's all in. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, I didn't know how uh, good he was going to be. But now I watch that 30 minutes. Oh, I'm all in. He's in. Bakes, Baker. Bakes for real. How say you? I mean, he's down 14 nothing. Uh, a team had not won in two years. Uh, the entire country is is hoping that those fridges pop open and the city of Cleveland celebrates like it's a Super Bowl. And that's the, that's what he's faced with a 14 nothing hole. And the guy gets called into action and just starts slinging it around and draw, you know, snatches victory from the claws of defeat. Yeah, it was impressive. Um, but I think Jamal Adams was on to something. You know, they weren't blitzing him. They were kind of dropping five guys into coverage and there wasn't much pressure on, on Mayfield. And I think given a week to prepare, uh, even though they have no pass rush. Oh, let's get to it then. Handsome Hank, here we go. The Browns, the Raiders, choose. The Raiders. Oh, what? What? After all that? No, I'm just saying. He just, he was making a case for the Raiders. He was making a case for Baker. No, this is, if I may. He was making a case for Baker. Until at the end, then he revert. He said, here's here's why I take the Raiders real quick. They have to win this game. Right. They that's, have to. That's, that's exactly These are the right. two worst teams in the NFL since 2002. Each of them has a single winning season since 2002. Uh, 
If they go winless, 0-4, with Hugh Jack puffing his chest out and flapping his gums too much like he always does, oh, I was 8-8 eight eight here. I mean, they should have never got rid of me. I'm Hugh Jackson. Aren't I great? No, you're not. You were 1-31 <laughs> over two years. You stink. So if they, he, they get out with that victory, you know, I know Mike Florio had the story. It's interesting that you can walk away from the Derek Carr deal and the hit isn't there, and we know that he already walked away from a pass rusher because he doesn't want to sink money into a single position. This is a huge game for the Raiders if they go 0-4 and, and lose at home to a team that is 2-31. And, and by or, the way, call, call David Carr biased. Plus. Obviously, he wants his younger brother to do well, but I do think there's merit to objectively to what he says. The Raiders' offense has been good. The Raiders often, they just don't play much defense, but I do. Bad turnovers. His brother's been turning the ball over in bad situations. I think that's what happens when you press and you know that you you, you have to take some risks. Speaking of which, there's not much of a defense in in Pittsburgh, PA this season, at least thus far. We'll see if that reverses itself. In the greatest uh, rivalry in the 21st century in pro football, there's no arguing that. So look at money and make the stink eye all you want, handsome. That's uh, facts are facts. Let's talk about what happens in Heinz Field on Sunday night quickly, shall we? Baltimore Ravens, Pittsburgh Steelers, Matt Money Smith. <sighs> Choose. I'll take the Steelers. Oh, oh how about that? Block? Throws the red challenge flag. All right, why handsome, not? explain yourself. Could there be a jerk? That's why you're doing it. It's mostly to be a jerk. Mostly. But I think, but mostly. The, mostly. <laughs> but not entirely. Jerk, but the Ravens have been. Pl- right, right. Go Are ahead. you done? I'm done. You sure? Brilliant. You're just upset with me because I didn't pick the Steelers. Don't play it, war boy. boy. All right, go ahead. Uh, I'd trade Big Ben for him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. No, mostly because the, the Ravens have been playing um, good football throughout the season. They can run the ball. They find, they found all these weapons on offense um, in the passing game for Joe Flacco, and their defense has been what it always is, which is super solid. And and without Lev Bell, I think that they're going to be able to to knock off the Steelers this week. This is a tough one. I, 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 I almost I, took the Ravens I, because the Pittsburgh defense stinks. Yep. I mean, it just straight stinks. So I just don't know if the Baltimore Ravens offense is any good. I, I don't can't think decide. it's that good, but I don't. But because statistically, everyone's like, oh, it's top five offense. Yeah, they scored 47 points against the Bills in week one. At least they're now finally everything. just at least they're finally just dropping those uh, those athletic safeties deep so that yeah. I mean, and they're still, uh, you know, Mike Evans catches that deep ball that makes it a game. Um, but uh, more or less, they're, they're, they're at least trying to play it safe and forcing Flacco to go on 10, 12 uh, play drives. That's not a good uh, formula for uh, Joe Cool. Um, and I think that uh the you know the the Steelers I, yeah they, they they don't have a defense and they don't have Mike Hilton now which you, you may not may, he may not be a national name but you take him out of the slot now all of a sudden you have Artie Burns who keeps getting fried and yep. then Cody Sensabaugh I mean that's that's not uh, real good but like you say good. we don't know yet if the Ravens are good offensively yeah. and I will say this before we wrap though just remember in the greatest rivalry as you sit down to consider who you want to side with remember. The Steelers are named after the men and women yeah, who in the mid-20th century forged the steel that was used to make the battleships and tanks and artillery that defeated the Nazi scourge. If you don't like Pittsburgh, you don't like freedom, go talk to Mussolini. Or you could 
root for the ravens, who are named after uh, a man who wrote a poem about a bird. And this man, he was uh, he, he he was uh, a Philadelphian, by the way. He lit Philadelphian, mm-hmm. New York. Yeah, he just kind of barely Boston. Made he went to all exactly. those places. He was productive with that uh, with the pen. Then at the tail end of his life, he moved to Baltimore, got drunk and died. All right, so you, up to you. Choose which one you want to root for. Handsome. I mean, but that's not how I would choose how, which team to root for. Know. You know what? Neither, you you pull up your ways. numbers. Yeah, I, I use my formula. How about that? All right, we'll uh, we'll kibitz with you later rhetorical. on. Um, <laughs> next, yeah, it wasn't rhetorical it was. again. <laughs> Dave, Hopefully, by Dave, the next time we speak, let's Bumble. set that bidet up before before next week. Let's what? Let's get your bidet bidet. Oh, okay. Put together. You're right. I do. That's Let's bad. Do That's that. bad. For Let's get that part. done. All right. Hey, uh, we'll keep us with you later on. Thanks to uh, to Matt Money Smith and to Handsome Hank and Eddie Spaghetti and Emma VP and everybody else who joined us over the course of the week. Oh, wait, we went too long. We're not going to do the Reggie Wayne. We'll have that out for you. Look for that on social media and also at NFL.com slash DDFP. Watch. Listen to money. Handsome Hank. You'll see him on all four corners of the big blue marble talking about the great game. And it's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.